So I kind of want to start uh, a campaign um, because I was at Mass this morning, a little bit of where I was at. So I did Mass at my house with my family, and it was um, in my basement. So maybe you know why I like basement Masses so much at the Newman Center. Uh, but I was with my family, and our, our family was just like totally struggling with allergies. I don't know if you had that where your eyes are just like going crazy. You're stuffed up, you're coughing, you need cough drops. You can't find enough Claritin or Zyrtec or whatever you take. Uh, and my family just looked totally out of it. And I felt like the mass became like a Charlie Brown mass. I don't know if you've seen Charlie Brown, but when the, when the parents are talking, it's just like wah, 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 wah. I don't know if you've seen that before. Uh, sometimes it feels like that here, no offense. Um, but uh, as we enter into this, I want to make sure that we're really engaged because last week, you know, we had Good Shepherd Sunday. And so often uh, it is Good Shepherd Sunday, but that, that means like we got to apply what we're actually going through in the, in the word. And there's this, this invitation for us to, to, to go through Jesus to get in the sheepfold, which means we have to get un- we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's not easy to go through Jesus, but as we heard today in the gospel, He is the way, the truth, and the life, and He wants to reveal the Father to us. But then there's this also this this need for us to know that Jesus. It says He drives out the disciples, He leads them out of the sheepfold, and that means we also have to get comfortable being uncomfortable, having these conversations, going deeper with people. And and, and this past week, I would say that's what happened for me. It was a lot of um, moments of just very uncomfortable conversations, but uh, over time it became more comfortable. And this week, I'm going to make you more uncomfortable. Because if we're going to grow, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You can't always remain in the sheepfold. You can't always just hide in the Newman Center, hide in your room. That's not how the faith grows. And St. Peter writes to us so beautifully today, and he tells us, that you are a royal priesthood. And you're thinking like, I'm a priest? Well, yeah, when you are baptized, you're baptized priest, prophet, and king. And what priests do is they offer sacrifice. And I want to just walk you through something very practical tonight as we enter into finals week. Uh, probably not the best time to be doing this, but we got to do it. I just want to give you the acronym P-A-A-L, okay? So, and this just goes into how we exercise our baptismal priesthood because, um, Peter said, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own, so that you may announce his praises of him who are called out of darkness into the wonderful light. And there's so many people who, who he said even early, don't have faith. But some of you do, but you're not exercising it. You're getting too comfortable, and sometimes I get too comfortable. And I don't want to put myself in these uncomfortable situations. So what is... Um, I'm sorry, I gave the wrong acronym. I did it backwards. Um, I'm going to go with uh, L-A-A-P. Maybe I said that. I don't know if I did or not. Probably the allergies, right? Um, But L-A-A-P. I'll just get really, really uh, practical here. L is for listen. Asked you earlier tonight, like, what's some of the best advice you've been given to listen? I just want to give you a few things that were given to me for listening. Um, The first thing is listen and silence are spelled with the same letters. Like, if you really want to listen, you've you got to get quiet interiorly. And for a lot of us, that means slowing down. That means taking deep breaths. It means trusting in God that everything's going to be okay. Uh, the other thing about listen is, um, I heard this from my, one of my priest's mentors in seminary, and he said, if people want you to do anything, Zach, is they want you to listen. And I thought that meant just like listening to people, but no, that means listening to the Holy Spirit. It means listening to the, the word of God, listening to what the person is saying next to you, also listening to what the devil is saying to you. 
so many people consider themselves atheists, um, but they don't believe in God. And, and they say, that, but I do believe in the devil, which is like, doesn't make any sense. Also, uh, when it comes to listening, there's the act of listening. The act of listening is, uh, okay, words, 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 words. I'm just waiting so I can interject what I want to say. But the art of listening is actually putting yourself at a disposition of awe and wonder of the other. And it takes a disposition of really being intrigued by maybe one or two things they said. And, 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 and saying things like, yeah, tell me more about that thing. Like to being totally focused on the other. So L is for listen. A is for the same thing. But it's just to, to keep asking questions. So often we just put in our own, our own statement and then the other person's like, there's like Charlie Browning me right now. It's just like, wah, wah, wah. they're not listening to me, right? But when you ask questions and you're truly engaged with somebody, it makes you feel like you're cared for. And the person actually wants what's best for me. I don't know if you've been in a conversation where it feels like the person's like looking past you, like looking at, they're looking over there, looking here, or they're, they're constantly like checking their watch or they're checking their phone and, and they're not engaged. That's the act of listening. The art of listening is something you perfect over time. So it's listen, ask, keep asking, but also you're maybe asking the Holy Spirit, like, what do you want me to do here? What do you want me uh, to do here? And the, the P is for prayer or to pray. If we're truly listening to one another, especially as we head into to finals week, you're going to talk to people. And if you're listening, you're probably going to hear about 1,800 people say, I'm so stressed. I'll be like, well, what, what's stressing you out? Well, I, I have all these things going on, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm so overwhelmed, and you know how it goes. And then maybe the Holy Spirit's like, do you want to ask them if they, if they want to pray? Because, again, you guys are royal priests. You, you are baptized priests. I'm an ordained priest, which is different. But the one thing I found about prayer is so many people, the reason why they don't do that, they don't ask people if they want to pray, is because they've never been taught how to do it. And maybe they've been taught how to do it, but they never put it into action. This past week, uh, a lot of people on the track team just killing it, right? So Sydney, Eli, you guys came to me. Uh, Josie, you came to me and asked for a blessing uh, for their track meet, right? And then for a couple of them, when they were with me, there were other people at the Newman Center and they just started praying with me for the person to have a, a good race or to, to know it's, it's the end. Track is over, but I, I want to be a good support for my teammates. And we just prayed. Um, some people came to me for prayers for, you know, feeling stressed about tests or whatever it is. And then people around at the Newman Center started praying for one another. What are, we, what are we learning there if we actually see that? It means you can have a leader, but you can also be an intercessor. And that when we were praying with some people, I said, you don't have to do anything besides pray, come Holy Spirit or say the name of Jesus as you're interceding, as one person leads. And I'm going to ask you to get uncomfortable right now. Some of you need prayer. But some of you, it's time that you start praying with others. I just want, I just want us to pray right now. And I want you just to, to think about where you're at with things, what's going on in your life. So come Holy Spirit. And I want you just to ask yourself, am I being called right now to ask for prayer? Like, do I need to be bold? Or, and it means, like, receive prayer. Am I called to be the receiver? Do I, do I need to just, like, be humble and let myself be prayed for? And just to listen for a moment. What that scripture says, be not afraid, fear not. 
And as you're just listening, maybe you're, you're wondering, am I being the person who's been called to, to pray for someone? Again, the word of God simply says, be not afraid. Jesus said, you will do greater works than these in the gospel today. If you feel like you're on the receiving end of prayer, you need prayer. I just want to give you a few things that you might need prayer for. It could be something with intellectual studies. You could be stressed. It could be a physical thing. Maybe you have back pain or you have shoulder pain, neck pain, migraines. Maybe you also like you, you, you came here with somebody who's really struggling. You just don't know what to do with them or how to help them. You could just use prayers to, to, to be uh, prudent in that situation. Maybe you're thinking, I got to get over myself. I got I to start praying for people. Usually when I start prayer, I'll say, come Holy Spirit and teach us how to pray. And then you just ask the person, like, what can I pray for you for? And you can just say a simple prayer. Say, Jesus, we just, I just ask in your most holy name that you bless, say their name, and help them in this difficult situation. Please fill them with your Holy Spirit. So what I'm going to do right now, again, I said I want to make you uncomfortable tonight. Because that's what the good shepherd does. He, 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 he forms his sheep to know his voice. I just want to ask you to raise your hand if you feel like you're being called to receive prayer tonight. Okay. And who feels call, being called to actually pray with others? Can you raise your hand? Okay. So we're going to do something kind of crazy. Um, for those of you who are, are being, at, being called to receive prayer tonight, I just want you to raise your hands. And those who, who are being called to give prayer, I want you to, to, to see who's raising hands. Who's being called, called to receive prayer tonight? All right, start looking around. Who says he's going to do it? Okay. So look around. You can see what it is. And for those who said you're called to, to um, give prayer, or um, maybe you've been called, I can, I can at least intercede if there's a leader there. But I'm going to ask us to do that. I'm going to ask you to kind of find one another. The Holy Spirit will work through this. Um, but to pray with one another. Because if we don't do it here, we're not going to do it out there. Yes, you can pray at the Newman Center. But this week, again, if you're listening and you're asking, there's always an invitation to pray. And you're going to be with somebody and just to have, what if you actually practice it and you build some confidence up and to know that you can actually do this? Again, this is exercising your priesthood. Listen to the, the, the closing words of our, of our second reading today. St. Peter says, The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, a stone that will make people stumble, a rock that will make them fall. Stumble because God is so good. Fall because they don't have to carry this weight anymore. They can just fall at his feet. He said they stumble by disobeying God's word as is their destiny. So that means you don't have to disobey. You can actually obey these promptings of the Holy Spirit if you're listening. Does it take faith? Yes. But we remember faith is spelled R-I-S-K. And maybe you're just like my family this morning, just struggling with, just struggling with allergies. And you could use some prayers for that. So what we're going to do is just take about five minutes. We're just going to kind of move around the room and find out where you're at. I'll kind of like guide you through this. 
but whoever is going to lead, if there's people and you can lead, find someone who needs prayer and just ask, what can I pray for you for? Because we've already been listening. And just ask, like, what could you use prayer for? It might be something very simple. And you can just do a simple blessing for them, a prayer for them. If you're not leading it, the invitation mm-hmm. is just simply to pray the words, come Holy Spirit, or to pray the words of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I'm confident enough that lives are going to change tonight. Because we have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. So for those of you who are in need of prayer, um, I'm just going to ask you to stand right now. And for those of you who are feeling called to pray with others, I want you just to gently pray to the Holy Spirit right now. Who are you being called to pray with? Just, just, just pray to the Holy Spirit. And maybe you're like, I don't think I want to go that far, but could you at least pray the words, come Holy Spirit, when you're in that prayer group? Or could you just say the name of Jesus and intercede? Jesus says, be not afraid. Again, all the time. It's time we overcome our fears, but then if we do this here, we're called to do it on campus. And if we're listening, there will be many invitations. Let us exercise our priesthood this day. Amen. Okay.